You're listening to The Lunar Body, a podcast for feminist menstruators who want to manage their health naturally and supernaturally through nutrition, herbalism, and intuitive expansion using science and the moon as your guides. Hello, you're listening to The Lunar Body. I'm your host, Kristen Ciccolini, period priestess and the founder of Good Witch Kitchen. I'm also an online nutritionist. What does that mean? That's what we're going to talk about today. What an online nutritionist is and does and how to find the right one for you. Yes, obviously this is going to be somewhat of an advertisement for working with me, but I know that I'm not for everyone, so it's going to be a bit of a general guide for finding the right match for your needs too. I also want to talk about online coaching, the massive influx of coaches that have popped up on Instagram and what to look for because there are so many people out there who frankly have no business coaching or teaching and that's kind of what inspired this episode because I've had personal experience with being lured into spending money with people who were not equipped to be doing what they were selling. My friends have shared experiences of the same, my clients have as well. It seems that We've all been Jarul at least once over the last couple years. Hustled, scammed, bamboozled, hoodwinked, led astray. So why don't we start with that? Why all of a sudden is everyone a coach? Why is it that when you scroll on Instagram or TikTok, you see these awesome videos of how some person did this amazing thing and instead of telling you how they did it, they direct you to their online course and coaching application. Everyone is a coach these days. Everyone has a $2,000 course, especially in the wellness and business space. And here's why I think that happened. When the pandemic started, People lost a lot of work. I lost 60% of my income because I did a lot of in-person events and cooking classes and corporate workshops. All that went away. And other people lost their entire income. And we were all looking for a way to make extra income from home. What better way to do that than to teach online, right? But what do you teach? Something that you are successful with. So there are a lot of people out there who have lost weight or who have done some kind of diet or did whatever they did to get the results that they wanted and that you probably want, which is how you found them. But many of these people have only that anecdotal experience to capitalize on. Their own experience that they deliver to you as a one-size-fits-all solution. The idea that it worked for me, so it'll work for you. But that's not really how our health works. Everyone's different. We all have different needs and different factors that contribute to our health And sure, you can give broad advice, but what happens when you're following a program that you paid a ton of money for and it doesn't work? Someone with knowledge outside of their own personal experience will be able to help you troubleshoot. Someone who built a course or who is coaching from their own single experience won't be able to do that because they don't have the training to do so. So this has happened to my friends with various wellness programs and coaches and It's even worse in the business space and not to like gaslight gatekeep, but not everyone belongs in this space. Just because someone achieved something for themselves doesn't necessarily make them qualified to be a coach or to educate on the topic. So that is my first tip. If you're considering hiring a coach or buying a course, do your homework and check out their background and their training. And if it's not listed, ask them about it. Look out for people who are only teaching based on their own single experience. And of course, not everyone needs formal training to be good at what they do, but depending on the kind of help you're looking for, 
you might want that background. And without it, they may not have the experience to help you if you don't fall in line with their specific framework. I'll give an example. So I saw a person on TikTok who had lost a bunch of weight and created a diet and workout program to sell to people. They were not a nutrition expert. They were not a fitness expert. And I know that when people are on these on these journeys that they gain a lot of knowledge, they do a lot of research, they do a lot of reading, and they, they figure out what works for their body. So it's not starting with zero knowledge. So I just want to say that. But reading through the comments on their videos, there are a lot of questions about nutrition, about modifications for the exercises, about, you know, questions you might have if you're looking to someone for guidance on these things. And the response to the questions were all along the lines of like, well, this is what I did and it worked for me. You're welcome to try something different, like kind of defensive. And that's just not helpful, especially, especially if you're paying someone for something. So look for that background and also make sure that they're trained in the thing that you're looking for help with. Let's take a popular YouTuber for another example. So they, this person is highly trained in fitness, but no nutritional background. And a lot of personal trainers do know a lot about nutrition, but a lot also have unhealthy habits in this area. And this person, for example, their meal plans are way, way, way too low calorie for the level of physical activity in their programs. And yes, everyone's different, but just based on this physical activity, it would be too low for anyone. And this person also has a well-known history of disordered eating. So they're qualified to give advice in one area, but not the other. So it's really hard to find someone that you trust, that you resonate with, that has the right training. And I am not trying to shame people for trying to make a living. Not everyone is intentionally deceptive or trying to scam you. People just want to help. And that's great. And also not everyone is delivering on their promises either. And that really sucks when people are spending a lot of money. And I'll stop my rant there. But if this topic fascinates you, the podcast Be There in Five has a two and a half hour deep dive on MLMs and Insta coaches and manifesting self-help gurus. It's episode 149 and her rants are much better than mine. (laughs) So that's just a little bit about the influx of coaches and what you might want to look for because there are just so many people out there giving advice, which can be great and not so great. So hiring a nutritionist or a nutrition coach online is another tricky thing to do. It is true that anyone can call themselves a nutritionist. The regulations depend on the state, but there is a difference between a dietitian and a nutritionist. And you'll often find dietitians hate on nutritionists because of these lax regulations, and they'll tell you to avoid us at all costs. But just like I'm saying with Insta coaches, check out people's backgrounds. A lot of nutritionists have a ton of training. A lot don't. Consider what your needs are when you're looking to hire one. A dietitian has a degree and clinical experience, while nutritionists can have licenses and certifications. Some don't have training at all, and that's something you may want to look into, particularly if they are selling some kind of supplement or something. For those with training, a dietitian or nutritionist isn't necessarily better than the other on their own. It really depends on what you're looking for. If you need something diagnosed, if you have an active eating disorder, if you need medical nutrition therapy or to treat a certain condition, you'll want a dietitian. Of course, those aren't the only things that they can do, but it is within their scope of practice to do those things. They have the licensing to do it. Nutritionists can work as a complement to dietitians to help you implement their recommendations, or you can work with a nutritionist on their own for other needs. 
personally, in terms of training, I have multiple nutrition certifications. I started with the Academy of Culinary Nutrition, which was a 14-week, 200-hour immersive program. I also completed the National Nutrition Certification from Utah State and did a year-long intensive functional nutrition certification program led by clinical nutritionist Josh Catalis. I'm also trained with the Commonwealth Center for Holistic Herbalism as a family herbalist, which is more on the community-focused level rather than working clinically. And it's important that I know my scope of practice there. And that's something to look out for too. Someone who is aware of their scope of practice and holds those boundaries rather than trying to be everything for you. For example, I know I'm not able to diagnose a medical condition or interpret your lab test results, but that doesn't necessarily mean I can't be of service or that I don't have knowledge in this area. If I don't, I'll certainly tell you, but if I do see something, I can help you communicate that with your doctor or your care team. I can act as a complementary part of your healthcare team, helping you navigate health and nutrition information, understand your doctor's recommendations, communicate better with your team. And why I can do this is because I work with clients closely, meeting weekly and taking detailed notes, which allows me to see patterns and catch things that can fall through the cracks in a busy doctor's office. I've helped clients find a long-awaited diagnosis, so I don't diagnose myself, but I share information with my client to present to their doctor to help them get to that diagnosis or or get the proper blood work. So find a nutritionist who has the training that you're looking for and who knows their scope of practice. As practitioners, it's really important that we know our limitations and that we can be honest about that and refer you elsewhere, provide other resources for you because we can't be everything to everyone as much as we would like to be. Now, when you think of going to a nutritionist, you probably have something in mind like your doctor's office, going there in person, sitting in a sterile room with some charts on the wall, getting handouts to read through when you get home to start your brand new diet. Oftentimes there are no follow-ups either. You either follow directions or don't. You get better or you don't. You let them know and go for another session or don't. So working with an online nutritionist is a bit different at least it is for my practice. Many of us are running our own businesses, so we get to make the rules. And being business owners, we want to provide the best service possible. And just like any other service, it's good to shop around and see who aligns with you. And now that you know a couple things to look for in terms of their background, you'll also want to see if their values are a match or that they specialize in whatever it is you need. You can find someone local to you if that matters, but the best part about working with an online nutritionist is that you don't have to be in the same geographic area or even the same time zone. I've had clients all over the country and internationally as well. So that opens up so many opportunities and so many people you could possibly work with. It's probably overwhelming, or maybe it's not. Maybe you're wondering, how do I even find these people? I've had a lot of people find me through Instagram or this podcast, but if you're not finding anyone you resonate with in that way, you can ask for referrals from your doctor, from friends, family, from your insurance. You can simply do a Google search for a nutritionist or Google different directories. With anyone, you'll still want to do your due diligence and see what they're about and if their approach feels good to you. Some questions to think about when you're looking at their websites. What's their philosophy on food and does that resonate with you? Do they promote specific diets or ways of eating, or are they diet-free, whichever aspect is important to you? Like, are you a meat eater and they're firmly vegan? Probably won't work out, right? Or are you looking for intuitive eating and they're all about calorie counting? That's important. Also, are they relatable or does it feel like they're for someone else? Is there feedback from anyone who's worked with them before? 
If it does feel like a match, see if they offer a free consultation to be sure. You might see this listed as a discovery call. That's a common name for it. Discovery calls are usually a consult or a sales call, not a free coaching session. I know we are millennials, phone calls are scary, but I do recommend doing this because a lot of people are different on the phone than they are online, which may or may not be a good thing. So a consult allows you to see how well you connect before making any decisions. I offer everyone a free 20 minute call because I want to make sure that I'm right for you too. So it's more like a vibe check. We're meeting each other, seeing what our needs are. It's not just for me to ask you questions. It's also for you to feel me out too. So use that call as an opportunity to see if it's a good match on both ends. Remember you are hiring them. So it's like a job interview. It's your opportunity to share what your needs are and find out if they can meet them. They'll likely ask you questions to get to that information, but make sure you're clear about your needs and your expectations and your goals and your lifestyle too, in case it's drastically different from what they'll expect you to do in their program. Sometimes I know right off the bat that I'm not a good fit for a person and For instance, if they're really dead set on weight loss, and that's just not something I want to focus on with clients, I'll tell them straight out and offer potential referrals. Or if what they need is outside of the scope of what I can do as a nutritionist or what I can help with, I'll politely let them know that and share some resources to point them in a better direction. Okay, so maybe you found a nutritionist you like, someone you vibe with. What's that relationship going to be like? I'll tell you what it's like to work with me, and then I'll share a little bit about how I see others work too. I typically work on a three-month basis with clients, and we meet weekly on the phone for close support. I look at our relationship as a partnership. I want it to feel super supportive, but not in a way that you can't live without me. I'm here to gently guide you towards your goals, to provide the education you're looking for, and to help you learn how to trust yourself and your body. And you can't trust yourself and your body if you are gripping onto me for dear life. So we try to work on that self-trust and independence. And I like to say that I'm like that dating app hinge that says they're the dating app designed to be deleted. I'm the nutritionist designed for you to not return. (laughs) I see a lot of business advice in the wellness space focusing on client retention. And of course, if you need guidance beyond the three months, that's absolutely okay. Some things take longer than that. But my goal is not to get you to come back. My goal is to educate and support until you feel like you're in a place that you can sustain your health or your habits on your own. It's a terrible business model for me, but communal care isn't a good business model. That's why we live in an individualist society. But communal care is one of my values, accessibility, not trying to extract all of your resources and getting you into a position where you have to depend on me. In terms of logistics, our first session is a get to know you session. We'll talk about your health history, your concerns, challenges, food preferences, cultural influences, goals, and what you hope to get and hope not to get out of our sessions. This is super important to me because I know a lot of people have worked with practitioners in the past who have enforced weight loss practices or who dismissed their concerns or lifestyle preferences, and I want to take into account your needs and your lived experience. And from there, we connect weekly on the phone at a convenient date and time for you. If you're ever busy, traveling, sick, whatever, we can always skip a week and connect the following week. It's very flexible. And there's also a client portal where all your session notes and documents will live and where you can reach me via chat between sessions. It's kind of like Facebook Messenger. You can visit my website to see more about the types of things that I do with clients. You probably have an idea already, but it's mostly hormone balance and healing a strained relationship with food. But just know that I am not a drill sergeant. I will not tell you exactly what to eat and when to eat it. 
Some people want that, some people don't. So my approach is non-diet, weight-inclusive, intuition-led. Now that's working with me. Now working with others might be similar, might be different. What I've seen is that most nutritionists and health coaches I know do a 60-minute call every other week for like six months. So ask them what their typical length of sessions and programs are like. I do three months because I found it's a good length of time specifically for working on the relationship to food and to see positive results with menstrual health changes. So that's why I chose that span. But not everybody works the same. So look into that and what the commitment will look like and if that'll work for you. If you don't like the phone and don't want to do sessions that way, there are plenty of practitioners who do calls over Zoom. I prefer phone because there's no pressure to look a certain way on video. I think that's a feeling we're all familiar with over the last couple years. It's also less difficult to discuss vulnerable topics when no one's looking at you. And, you know, we're all, we're all just a little burnt out on Zoom. So if that's not what you prefer, there are many, many people who offer that option and who also record the sessions too for you to save for reference. You'll also find sessions ranging from 30 to 90 minutes each, sessions bi-weekly or monthly, hourly packages that you can divide up as you see fit, and even email or text-only coaching. You'll find practitioners who focus on hormones, coaches that focus on gut health, ones that work with moms, dancers, teachers, and so on. So whatever you're looking for, it's probably out there. <laughs> and that's the beauty of finding an online nutritionist. There's more opportunity to find exactly what you're looking for because you're not limited to your own area. So that's one perk. Let's go over some pros and cons of working remotely with a practitioner. For pros, it's super convenient. You don't have to go anywhere or you can take it on the go. Although I do recommend taking a call in a place where you don't have distractions. Um, please don't order a sandwich in the middle of a call. <laughs> I mean, do if you want to, but I, I had a consult one time where someone literally stopped talking to me mid-sentence and ordered a sandwich, <laughs> um, which was pretty funny. But you know, you want to be focused and, and, you know, make the most out of your time with your nutritionist. But in a pinch, you can do your session in the car while you're traveling, while you're ordering a sandwich, wherever. You also have a stronger connection with your nutritionist and more accountability if that's something you're looking for, because most practitioners offer packages of sessions instead of one-off sessions. I personally don't offer one-off sessions because I feel like things take time and I don't feel like I'm being effective if I'm just telling you what to do. Like not having follow-ups or the chance to answer questions and offer support as you implement new things, I feel like it's kind of pointless for the work that I do anyway. For others, it may work well. That's why I don't offer them, if you were wondering. But others do, and that could be all that you're looking for. Another pro is being able to find someone who you feel really aligned with. There are so many of us to choose from. You're bound to find the right fit for you. And then also you have the perk of commitment to your goals. So oftentimes the nutritionist or dietitian you're set up with through primary care doesn't have the same length of time committed to you, or they may not have the same philosophy around food and it doesn't feel aligned at all. So you have the perks of convenience, connection, commitment to your goals, and someone who aligns with what you're looking for. Some cons. One is accountability may be challenging with an online arrangement, depending on the frequency of your sessions. If there's too much time in between sessions with no check-in, it can be harder to stay focused. Of course, that all depends on how you work and what your goals are. Also, a lack of face-to-face -face interaction may be a con for you. If you're more of an IRL person or an extrovert, working over the phone or video may not be the best route for you. 
and that's totally okay. You can still use local search and directories to find someone close to you. And then unfortunately, if you're not aligned with the nutritionist that your insurance will cover, you'll have to go out of network or find someone in a private practice. And many of us in private practice don't accept health insurance. And that can get pretty pricey out of pocket, especially the more specialized you get. So do make sure to see if there's a payment plan or a sliding scale available if finances are a concern. I'll end this with how my sliding scale works because it's a bit different than what people are used to. And I want to explain why things cost what they do for some context. I use a self-identifying scale that allows you to choose based on your personal financial situation. And one of my business values has always been accessibility and wellness. We all deserve access to nutrition and health education. And over the years, I've experimented with different ways to make this information accessible while also sustaining myself as a solo business owner. You know, I got to eat. Bills got to be paid. So last year, I began implementing the self-selecting sliding scale for one-on-one work, which was informed and inspired by holisticism. And it helps me provide accessible services. It allows clients more financial autonomy and participation in any tier supports equitable care for our community. It's common for providers to ask for income and other personal information to determine where you fall, and then they tell you what you can afford, and I hate that idea. I tend to have a problem with authority, and that applies to viewing myself as one when it, be- when it comes to other people. In both nutrition and finances, you have agency, and you know what feels best for your body and what works best with your bank account. So I have tiers with descriptions to help you decide where you might fall, but they're just recommendations, not prescriptions. You choose a level that contributes to our energetic exchange and allows you to feel invested in your health without being a financial stressor or a burden. It's not common, but the common way of doing things isn't always the most beneficial. Holistic health means financial wellness too, so that's important. So you identify where you fall on the scale, And yes, there is the possibility of people not being totally honest, but I trust my clients to choose with integrity. I have been asked the question of why would I choose to pay the highest amount when I'm getting the same as if I paid the lowest amount? And it's a valid question and one that we are primed to ask by capitalism. Why are you not giving me more value for my dollar, basically? And the answer is going back to the idea that participation in any of the tiers supports equitable care for all. So if you can afford the full cost, no problem. That helps subsidize some of the costs for those who need financial assistance. It's communal care, but also it helps me survive as a business and make a living. So how I came up with the tiers is that tier three is the lowest cost, a significantly reduced rate for people in need of financial assistance, And that amount covers my basic business needs. It helps me keep the lights on, essentially. Tier 2 is a reduced rate for those who need a little assistance. And that amount helps cover my business needs and basic personal needs. It helps me pay my bills. And then Tier 1 is the full cost of my services, which covers my business and my personal needs and allows me to make a living from the work I'm doing with you and to save for my future, just like a regular full-time job would. But I'm self-employed, so I have to provide those full-time benefits for myself. So that's how my sliding scale works. Other practitioners may have space available for pro bono clients or may even work at an even lower rate through the Open Path Healing Arts Collective. I do work with that organization to offer sessions at $60 each. However, they manage that sliding scale and they do ask for income information, so keep that in mind. Also in business, we are taught to get your payment information on the phone. 
and that's another thing that I hate and I've had that done to me as well and it was pushy and weird and I hated everything about it. If the person is pushy and weird about it and doesn't allow you to have your process, consider that in your decision making. I mean, it is something that we're all taught to do to make a sale, but that's a whole other problem with bro marketing and sleazy sales tactics. But if you don't want to make a decision on the phone and you need time to think about it, tell them that and see how they respond. They might schedule a time to follow up and talk about your decision. They might check in in a few days via email. Everyone's process is different, but it's important that they allow you to have your process too. And it can be indicative of how they are as a coach if they don't give you that space. Also, if it's a no for you, be honest. You may not feel comfortable saying no on the phone and that's totally fine, but don't ghost, please. (laughs) Send an email. Just let them know you don't think it's a good match. It is really helpful if you share the reason that you don't want to move forward, but you're not obligated to, of course. Okay, I hope this gave you some insight into the world of nutrition coaching and what it's like to hire and work with someone you meet online and hopefully some things to look out for to vet the people that you want to hire. I am accepting new clients for spring. So if you are interested, you can visit my website to see how it all works, see the sliding scale, all those details, or you can go ahead and fill out the form to request a consultation at goodwitchkitchen.net slash apply. We are coming up on the end of season two in the next couple weeks, and I will be recording a Q&A episode for the final episode of the season. So if you have any questions that you want me to answer, if, if there's anything that's lingering from the last however many episodes, 15, 16 of this season, let me know. Send me an email at thelunarbody at gmail.com and I will answer your question on the last episode of the season. Have a good week, my friends. I will see you next Wednesday. Thank you for listening to The Lunar Body. This one-woman production is listener-supported, and if you'd like to support the show, you can check out the podcast perks in the show notes, visit my virtual tip jar at goodwitchkitchen.net slash tip, or you can subscribe and leave a rating or review in iTunes so other lovely lunar feminists like you find my show. If you'd like to get in touch, you can email me at thelunarbody at gmail.com or find me on Instagram at goodwitchkitchen. Thank you so much for being here. Until next time. Thank you.